Joining us on the phone right now is Governor Brian Kemp. Appreciate you having me on. You must be busy lately, so we'll try to get right to. That is the world's greatest understatement. <laughs> we want to make sure everybody knows that you have a town hall meeting that's coming up tonight. Is there going to be a major announcement made at that, or, or is it just so that people could ask questions? How's that going to work? Uh, really, really, we asked the media to do that just to help us. I've told people when this thing started that we, we wanted to be transparent. We wanted to share the information, whether it was good or bad, and where we were so people could be knowledgeable and help us solve this problem. It's like Dr. Burke said, you know, the community is going to solve this. It's not a vaccine or a treatment right now because we just don't have those. And like AIDS, HIV is what she said. It was the community that raised the awareness, the community that pushed to do something about it. And it was the community that solved the, solved the issue. Governor Kemp, speaking of community, you probably have a giant community busting your door down. Shut down the state. Shut down the state. How do you validate their feelings, but then also kind of stick to the game plan you have for Georgia? Look, this is an unprecedented situation that we're in. There is no playbook on this. I'm going off of the data that I'm receiving, the feedback from the public health officials and from the federal officials on where we are. And I'm in a unique situation compared to those in local government as we're, you know, I'm dealing with the whole state, whereas they're dealing with the localized community. And it may be a big community like the city of Atlanta, or maybe one as small as Hazelhurst, Georgia, and Jeff Davis County that doesn't have a case yet that's also considering things to do to stop the spread and to flatten the curve, if you will. So I'm making decisions on, you know, the the best for the whole of our state. And I believe that we've made the right ones at the right time. But like I said earlier, you got to have the community buy into this and be a part of it. And when you look at really what the tolls of this virus are causing, there's a lot of people that get infected. Most of them have very mild or, you know, low symptoms and they can self-quarantine at home and get over this very quickly but others it's literally deadly to them the elderly population and those over 65 which is why i've taken the action to you know order the shelter in place for older georgians and also those that are immune deficient to protect them but we also got to have the public buy-in to being responsible and practice social distancing and um, in some places, they've done a really good job of that, and others people have completely disregarded that, uh, especially in bars and nightclubs and large gatherings. And I'm taking action um, and orders on that to prohibit bars and restaurants from being open. Very hard decision. I know there's a lot of people that are that are hurting because of that, but they're also hurting because a lot of people aren't showing up to those type establishments. But we've got to have people participate. I- I'm not in government. Uh, Governor Kemp, but from where I'm sitting, it's kind of frustrating when certain people aren't taking action, like you said, when certain towns or or counties are taking actions and the and the one next door isn't, when certain states are taking action and the one next door isn't. Is there a part of you that wishes that the federal government would just make this decision for all states? Because it seems like we're wasting time. I feel like we're headed toward that, but I don't, again, you know a lot more about the ins and outs of that and, and the, the impact that some decision like that would have. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, look, that would make it a lot easier on me if the federal government just did it. It'd take the monkey off my back, if you will, or the burden off my shoulders of having to make a decision like these. All of these are grueling decisions as a small business owner for over 30 years. I've been in the situation going through the Great Recession and other dips in the economy where literally – 
you know, I was doing everything I could to pay lenders and to pay the people working for me and trying to survive when I wasn't paying myself because I knew that they're trying to feed their families, that they're trying to keep their house from being foreclosed on. These are grueling decisions. So I'm having to weigh all of that. But also think even with these communities that have gone as far as you can go, you still have essential businesses that have to operate. So you still have people moving around. So you're still going to have a large number of people to get the virus. So, you know, who's to say what's the right playbook? It'll be easy to go back after all this is over and look at it. But when you look at China, you know, they did a complete lockdown, still had a huge swath of the population that got the virus, many deaths where South Korea took a, a different approach, didn't do that, and had a lot of success with it. So we're dealing with a unique situation. Uh, I think in the United States, it's a lot harder than it is in a communist country to just lock everybody in their home, where, where by the way, families just infected themselves, and it created you know, an issue there, too. Or places like South Korea that had technology and testing in place where they could test large segments of the population to, you know, order self-containment on those that had positive results or those that had been exposed to somebody that did. And we didn't have that three or four weeks ago in this country. It's better now. It's going to continue to get better. But we're dealing with our own own set of cards that we got dealt. And uh, that's why I've taken the actions that I did. Talking to Governor Brian Kemp. Um, you, you talked about being a small business owner and, um, you know, ha- having to deal with that. One of, I, I don't know if you want to call it a small uh, small business here in Georgia, but I think a business that's really close to everyone's heart is Waffle House, mm-hmm. you know, located, <sighs> headquartered in, in Gwinnett, Nor- Norcross there, uh, talking about having to shut down stores and stuff. Is there anything we're doing on a state, local level to support some of these really important Georgia businesses? Well, I think certainly the stimulus package, I mean, there's been three of them now that have, have passed. Passed uh, the United States Senate. The House still has one more to go. The one that passed last night. I certainly appreciate uh, Senator Purdue and Leffler for their hard work. I talked to Senator Leffler last night at 11:30, and they were still working on getting that done. And I'm, I'm very. I think it showed the country a lot last night when the U.S. Senate voted 96 to nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, total bipartisan support. You know, that's where the help's going to come from for people like Waffle House. What we've tried to do. And the state has put reasonable restrictions in for restaurants where they can continue to operate if it's feasible. But it's like the, uh, you know, the the CEO or, or whoever the individual was that was on the news last night with that story said, you know, no matter, no matter even if they can do that, if they don't have any customers coming in, it still doesn't work. And that's the situation now. And I know that's hard on them, uh, but it's certainly good in some ways that, People are not getting out and, and dining in. But, you know, every day here at the Capitol, we're supporting local small businesses getting takeout orders for lunch with our team that's here in the war room. And we're trying to do our part to support people just to keep them going until that relief package gets done. That money starts flowing. And I, I do believe that when we come out of this, and we will come out of it, I'm very confident of that. We're going to come back better than before. The things that we've learned, the transitions that some of our companies have made, you know, whether it's teleworking or producing new products to, you know, increase the supply for goods and services that we have a shortage in. So we're not relying on one country like China or somewhere else to supply our medical equipment and and, and, uh, pharmaceuticals. 
that is going to be a good thing for our state and our country in the future. How difficult is it for you in your personal life to maintain the six feet distance? You're obviously the most essential personnel in the state. How are you protecting yourself? Well, I personally don't view myself any more important than any other Georgian. Everybody is doing like I am. They're trying to survive this crisis and make good decisions. And that's what I'm focused on every day. Our whole team, gosh, probably three weeks ago, we made the decision for the continuity of government to separate ourselves. We have half our team that's working over in the uh, state operations center over at GEMA. We have a, a small but strong and hard-working core people that are working in the Capitol every day. But we've told all those folks, you know, you need to come to work and you need to go home and uh, protect those that are here. None of us need to go down, but if they do, it'll be the next person up mentality and we'll keep rolling right along. And that certainly includes myself. So I've been very careful, but I've also not been not been going out. Governor Kemp, this is a selfish question. We have here in the great state of Georgia, arguably the greatest sporting event in the entire year, which is the Masters. Um, (laughs) Obviously, it's been postponed. Do you have any sort of clout or say over when we can get the ball rolling on the Masters when this thing kind of... (laughs) Listen, I... (laughs) Look, I'm certainly like you. I want to see the tournament played this year whenever it may be. I've had... uh, you know, I've, I've had a lot of great communications. I, I want to commend our, our sports teams and the management and the ownership. I've had meetings uh, with all of them and a lot of phone calls with, you know, Hawks, Falcons, Braves, uh, Atlanta United. You know, those decisions don't only affect the companies and those organizations and the players from a, or the participants from a revenue perspective, but also all the people that are, you know, serving um the local businesses that are serving, you know, the hospitality uh, events at the Masters and the, the hardworking Georgians that are working at the Brave at the Brave Stadium every game. I mean, that that's a painful decision for those because they know it's going to hurt their employees and a lot of hardworking people. But I think they made the right and courageous decision. But I'm hopeful that a lot of those events will go on a little bit delayed, including the Masters. I continue to to be in touch with them and stand ready to support them. While we're being selfish, is it possible to do f- a free Chick-fil-A for everybody until this thing is over? <laughs> Moving on, Kara. Hey, that, that would be a great question for Dan Cathy. <laughs> <laughs> Governor Kemp, one of the greatest things about us Georgians is most of us are helpers and are really looking for a way to make a difference in our community and looking for a way to make some good out of this crazy situation. Is there anything that we can do to help? Yeah, I think if you have a company and you have an idea where you may contribute to some of the shortfalls that we have, not only in the state, but across the country with personal protective equipment for our frontline medical workers. And I would just like to say, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with all those individuals. They are working 24-7. God bless them. They are getting after it. And, you know, they're they're in arm's way on the front lines. And, uh, you know, we certainly have great appreciation for them. But we've had a lot of companies step up and say, hey, we think we can produce a mask. We can produce, you know, gowns or foot slippers or, you know, I read a great story this morning about uh, in Athens where I live, where a smaller company there is, uh, they make sprayers for cleaning equipment, very high tech, um, new technology that's needed right now to sanitize. You know, a lot of the establishments where infected people are going hospitals and in other places and they, uh, the Classic Center, the Athens Classic Center, Paul Kramer has 
they've worked a deal where those uh, they can set up a manufacturing facility in one of the event halls there so they can ramp up and supply more of that equipment to the marketplace so great stories of our resilient people coming up for ways to to help in this situation which you know quite honestly is another reason that it's not smart in my opinion just to completely shut things down i mean we need things like going on going those kind kind of things going on even though there is some risk with that uh the reward in my opinion is a lot greater there was a company in america's georgia that retooled very quickly that was supplying face shields we have uh we've been um I'd, I would, I'd hate to say empowered. There's a lot of empowerment going on at Georgia Tech and the University of Georgia and our research institutions, but we have urged them to get engaged. They're using 3D printers there to, to make other protective equipment for the medical industry, masks and face shields and other things. And, you know, so there's a lot of people that are coming together to solve the problems that we have with this, uh, you know, with this very unique situation. And I certainly applaud all of them. If anybody's interested in that or thinks they have a good idea, they just need to let us know or contact the Georgia Department of Economic Development. They're running point on that. They're reaching out to all Georgia companies to see what things they may or may not be able to do. And if somebody has an idea, we'll run it down with them. Well, Governor Kemp, we are all supporting you, praying for you, and uh, and very appreciative of the hard work. I'm sure when you took office, you didn't anticipate anything like this happening. So. It's uh, very kind of you to take the time to talk with our audience. Well, I just appreciate you guys having us on, you know, public awareness and getting the public to buy into social distancing. Don't attend large events. You know, if you're seeing those going on, I told people on an address I made a couple of days ago, call those folks out and say, hey, man, you're not doing the right thing. You're putting putting us all in arms way. You need to go home and, and not not be doing those kind of things. That will be very helpful. And just look out. For your parents and your grandparents and older Georgians, you know, let them stay at home. Help them by making a trip to the ghost grocery store, if, you know, because we don't need them getting out. Help pick up their medicines at the pharmacy or, you know, help them with the technology to do home delivery if they don't have that ability. And, and let's all fight this fight together. All right. Very good. Governor Brian Kemp joined us. It's very kind of him to do that. He's obviously busy. Doesn't need to be talking with a few clowns like (laughs) clowns and princess. Right. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.